this is a movie. Keep repeating. It's, it's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. I love movies. Gosh, I love movies. to the Matt and Mark Movie Show. Mark. Hello, sir. We were gone for a week, and as always when we're gone, like 18 gajillion things happen. Oh, yeah. First off, how are you? I'm doing great. You're doing great. We should mention for the people at home, Mark is shirtless. Yeah. He literally Such told me life. before we started this recording today he was like i got new windows and he proceeded to show me because he was shirtless you're like vladimir putin when putin had no shirt on and just jeans that's what mark is like and he's in front of his new windows <laughs> premiering them in front of the city prancing and around. my tits <laughs> your moves now new york can see your moves Dude, did I tell you I've been re-watching Seinfeld with Jess and uh, we just got to the bro episode? The the man's ear, the bro. You know oh, what I'm talking yes. about? Yeah, we just got to that episode. Wow, I love that. You know, it's funny because I've been re-watching old Frasier episodes myself. Dude, Frasier's fucking great. And it's hilarious. I rewatched that last year. It's fucking great. I forgot how good it is. It's there so freaking Dude, good. there isn't a single bad Frasier. Every Frasier is fantastic right am i crazy yes no, every episode is they're good. all they're so engaging because i kind of put it on as like a background show not to turn yeah. this into a get wrecked but i turned it on as a background show and then i just wasn't getting anything accomplished because i would just sit down and i was just your your work episodes. was getting wrecked as yeah. you were just watching fraser <laughs> and my life was wrecked my life was in the wreck it collapsed mark we missed a couple things last week we would be remiss if we didn't touch on a couple things, I thought, like pretty uh, important big things, especially in the worlds of pop culture uh, and movies. For one, Johnny Depp won his lawsuit. That's pretty That's big. Crazy. I honestly didn't think it would happen. I didn't think either. I, I thought he was over for him. But now he's like, you know, back in the he's curried all the public favor. He's getting movie deals. I heard he's going to be in like Beetlejuice 2, and he's going to be oh, in Sherlock wow. Holes 3. Oh, and did he's... Tim Burton just like pick him up immediately? He's like, oh! Dude, Tim Burton was waiting by that phone every that day. That is awesome. <laughs> it's like, I can like I use Johnny Depp again? <laughs> I like them too, except for... Um... <laughs> I didn't like those Alice in Wonderland. No, I like couldn't. Those, those were freaking those were weird. Poop. Oh, look, Jess agrees. It's Even the awful. first one. Like, remember the, the first one came off the heels of your favorite movie, Avatar, where all, then all these movies were all of a sudden 3D. <laughs> and remember Alice in Wonderland? I actually think that's my big... Oh, that's my tinfoil hat theory. The only reason that movie was popular was because it rode the 3D wave and it rode it to a billion dollars. That's a billion dollar grossing movie. Wait, what? Oh, I didn't know that. The first oh Alice in Wonderland. That's the second one. It's, it's like a billion dollar movie. The last one was terrible, right? That was the second one? Yes, it's fucking horrible. There's a part where he fucking does that stupid dance. You know what I'm talking about? His head twists around, his knees twist around the wrong yes. way. You know what I'm saying? Did I fucking, did I imagine I remember that? nobody laughed and I think somebody sighed in the theater. Just, <laughs> it just got no response. It was Johnny Depp. Hey, by the way, have you seen his 
his newer films though like that his detective one for the biggie case and then there's that i other saw one, that i saw Mishima, city of Mishima lies right? some, what is it? yeah city of lies and then what was that other one where he's uh he's a photographer he's i forgot it he's a photographer are you talking about the rum diary the movie with amber heard butter wagon no what the heck this is that was amber heard's nickname the futter wagon <laughs> what's she doing in there futter wagon we're like futter crapping <laughs> <laughs> this is uh this is the stupid dance he did why do oh god why did you have to do this to me i was in a good mood oh that stupid cheshire cat Otto wagon. he said it Futto wagon <laughs> what are you doing that in there dirty what are you boys doing in there the way he said it sounds dirty too Futto Futto wagon. yeah if he's like hey mark is in front of his windows brand new windows he got no shirt on what's he doing Futto wagon. <laughs> <laughs> that's what mark's doing mark Wait, was that was that who was that that plays the voice the voice of the cheshire cat the, the cheshire cat yeah isn't it the giant bulbous british actor stephen fry <laughs> you know stephen fry every, every time i see oh, Stephen yeah. Fry, i'm like yeah. god damn yeah i know he keeps getting like his arms and legs stay skinny but he's turned he's basically like his, <laughs> his stomach's like all distended now like <laughs> like a clive barker character like if it swallowed someone his yeah. stomach gets like all like weirdly like, <laughs> bulbous and, and, he's, and he's always like debating someone who's like even fry questions the existence of god at the harvard talks <laughs> it's like oh this will put oh. me to sleep what's he doing in there He's futter whacking is what he's doing. Mark. <laughs> Mark. He's futter whacking. All right. So nice. Johnny won. Good for Johnny. We should say. Um, also, Mark, while we were gone, fucking Morbius got re-released. Yeah, I know. Into what theaters. Was, I thought that was some weird joke thing. It was. That was going around. It was a joke. And then it became an actual joke. And you know what'd be funny though? If on that second run it bombs, like three people go. <laughs> Dude, it did bomb. Twice? Yes, Mark. The, the re-release <laughs> only made like eighty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like two people showed up. This seems like a bit. It's not a bit. <laughs> like two people showed up, and then what's even worse is oh man to put to seal the to put the nail in the coffin. Jared Leto was in on the joke. There's a video of him like getting in on the meme where he's looking at a script and the script says fucking Morbius 2 Morbin time or whatever. That's the meme. It's Morbin time. Yes, dude. And then he got in on the joke and then nobody went. (laughs) Then it became a real joke. He killed his own joke. He killed his own franchise twice. Oh, man. So I'm guessing it's not going to be, there will be no Morbius 2. I don't think there's going to be. Yeah, man. Damn it. Maybe there'll be a Morbius anime. That seems like yeah. something. That's, <laughs> That's always what they the do weird now. Spin-off thing. Yeah. They're like, oh, your movie didn't make it? Just Direct turn it into DVD. an anime. Yeah, it's sort of like that bootleg zone that uh from Ch- the was it uh Chippendale Rescue Rangers? Yes. That's what, <laughs> yeah, that's what exactly all those right. feel like. Exactly. Like, after that video game, I don't know if you're familiar with Dead Space. Then all of a sudden, I was like, Dead Space, the animated movie. But it looked like it cost like $5 to It make. looked like literal dead space on your screen. <laughs> it gave you a dead space in your soul. 
<laughs> hey, Mark, you know what else? <laughs> On a sad note, you know what else we missed? What did we miss? Raised by Wolves, your favorite show got canceled. Yes, I know. So sad. They fucking got canceled, man. What do you think about that shit? It seems like, didn't season two just come stuff, out? Yeah, it was. It just it fucking say, happened. It seemed like they were just promoing it like crazy. And then all of a sudden, the next news was like, oh, I was thinking maybe renewed for a season. No. Nope. There was like a tweet. I saw a tweet from the actor who plays father. And he was like. Oh, I love that guy. It was literally, the tweet was something like, send help. Um show will be canceled uh netflix help something like that like basically trying oh, to wow. get netflix or one of these streamers to pick them up and then the next i thought i was like oh this is how the groundswell campaign starts right we're gonna see nope the next day canceled <laughs> it's like Damn. unceremoniously ditched was what were the i guess viewership was really bad i don't know what the reason is i think i'm willing to bet it was a combination of it's too exp i bet it's super expensive to produce and you know what fucked you bad was that fucking Warner, that Warner Discovery merger. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. And that fucking new guy came in. What's his name? Zaslov. I don't want to get too businessy on you guys. The fucking new guy came in, the Discovery guy, and now he runs everything. And he's like a mega fucking like shrewd ass, like 1970s style, like sl we slash prices kind of businessman. Wow. Oh, and he no. just started fucking slashing shows, man. And so your show, their it was on the chopping block, dude. Damn it. That Isn't that sucks. sad? That show I deserved the cost better. Ratio sucked. Are, had you started watching season two at all? No, because I was waiting to go back to Palm Springs so I can watch it on my really big screen. On your movie theater, I your personal home that. theater. Yeah, I yeah. love that movie. I mean, I love that show so much. But I now, give it like yeah, it might hurt too much now for you yeah, to watch it, right? Now I'm gonna watch it and I'll be like, oh, look at all these cool things they're bringing up, and then it's just gonna not be resolved. I noticed most of the shows that I really like after two seasons, they're gone. Like the they're bridge yeah the bridge, the bridge i love the bridge man shows i love man you know like the bridge you're like the one guy that loved the bridge <laughs> people right now listening to this are like what the fuck is the bridge it was a show on fx right wasn't yeah. it a show about like middle east relations and shit what? you're like the one guy that likes that show it was like there's a mark murder likes the and, weirdest like, fucking body shows. is on like one half of the bodies in Mexico and the other half is in the U.S. and it's sort of like all the politics. And is all your the show about politics, about douchey businessmen starting uh, <laughs> tech upstarts? Mark's gonna love your show. He's gonna watch it religiously. Okay. <laughs> Mark, I hope, so they turn, I hope they turn the bridge into an anime. <laughs> Adult like, bro, Swim it, presents it did, the bridge. It did so badly that it didn't even get an anime. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It doesn't even. There get was the another treatment. show I really liked. That oh, what was it called? Oh, please let's hear this obscure show. No, it's it, it's really I, I really like the show on USA, man, called Colony. <laughs> it's my favorite shit, dude. Were you? Dude, yeah, USA. Were you had one of those, those people that loved was, like the forty four hundred? Were you like a 4,400 <laughs> no. guy? But it was something that I really wanted to watch, though. No, what was that? Was I'll it the 4,400? There were like yeah. five shows about people that went missing on airplanes. There was Lost, <laughs> but there was also like the 4,400. Then there was also the 100. Wasn't there? They're always <laughs> numbered. They're numbers. Shows about... Wait. <laughs> shows about no, that, airplane so crashes. Okay, oh, here we go. they're all about airplane crashes? Oh, I'm thinking of Manifest. No, dude. No, dude. Never mind. I don't care. <laughs> there's a show called, there's a show called, 
It's just called Air Crash Investigation. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's how you... Oh, you've reached a certain age when you just watch those? You're like, honey, we can't watch the bridge anime. I've, <laughs> I've got to watch Air Crash Investigation. I have three episodes on the TiVo. Yep, or, or, or I still use TiVo. If you're a guy, then it's that. What was that one? Uh, how things are made. And it's like, this is how we make Dude, aluminum okay, foil. Dude, okay. I, I was just like, oh my god. I can't hate. I do like how, I gotta how did this myself. get made. <laughs> really? I watch. Sometimes I watch. If I'm that bored. Oh, boy. Dude, it's there's some so really cool dry. ones. When they do like marsh so cool marshmallows <laughs> or like fucking obscure things like the, the roll of a toilet paper, how that gets made. You know what I'm talking about? Mass produced. But seeing some of those machines, though, that's crazy. That shit those is cool, giant man. Ass Dude, there's a reason that people that are on those fucking work lines will wipe out and die and mangle themselves because you get oh hypnotized God, by just yeah. watching the belt. And then if you're, uh, it's safe for us. We're watching you'll at see home. Your fingers drifting away. That's right. You see your fucking mangled hamburger helper on the belt, and that's your fingers. That's you. That's you, man. <laughs> Holy God! And what the fuck happened oh. to that guy? He's fudder whacking. <laughs> it was called Intruders. <laughs> and actually, that? that's how Millie Bobby Brown got her. I think that's how she got her break because she that's played, her big break. That she played this character that was like this serial killer that in a guy that inhabited this little girl's body. Wow! But so she she's... was just as vicious. And as this, as in this little girl body, she's so been playing like, kid, like killer people. kids from the beginning. Yeah, pretty much. That's something, man. Right away when you were like, that kid is definitely a killer. Like if I, you're like, in the you, casting room, you know. Do you remember there would be those horror film act, like those kid actors, like the kid from Orphan, and they just have like for two years they're in every single horror film yes. as the creepy kid, and then yeah. they just vanish and because that's all they got. Find dude. Out they have drug problems or something. Make that money. You got to hit hit and run, dude. Wouldn't you? <laughs> Shit's expensive now, man. People are people are holding Relation. two and three jobs. Actors are like, look, I'm I'm the star of. The bridge, but I'm also the star of Air Crash Investigation. <laughs> I'm also a busboy at Applebee's. Okay? Because that's how I got to make do. Mark? And I'm in the bird flu show. Something, <laughs> I have some... I, have some <laughs> I was in the bird flu show. Uh, Mark? Some good news for this podcast Ooh. while we were gone. We're talking about a lot of sad things, right? We should say rested base to raised yeah. by wolves we because i i loved first season i didn't watch any second season so i'm i'm part of the problem but oh, also no. i wanted we to say both are... some good news for this show we charted we haven't charted in a while oh we wow. charted in portugal so i want to say oh uh what do you say obrigado thank you obrigado to our listeners oh, and friends in so portugal much. i'm right? not even attempt to say that i, I think it's obrigado i hope i said the right thing <laughs> I said the wrong thing. I fucked up. Is that right? Obrigado in Portuguese. I know it's like Brazilian Portuguese. Oh, Maybe it's the same. thank you. Thank oh. you to our friends in Portugal for listening. Mark, we yes, charted thank you so much. our Chip and Dale episode, which featured our buddy Lloyd Kaufman from Troma, charted in Portugal. Wow. So again, thank you, Portugal. Very exciting. That's um, crazy. You know what we haven't done in a while? Asphalt online. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? We haven't done this in a while. Let's just do it. Let's just do it, dude. Asphalt
expressing offensive comments. Greetings, Matt and Mark. Greetings, you bucket of shit. Uh, we did get, um, we've gotten messages from the last few episodes. People like, where's Aspot? Where has he been? What's going on? Um, all right. Honestly, <laughs> it started as a bit for Nicolas Cage because we had Nicolas Cage bot. But oh, then I just kind of forgot to do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I've just been forgetting the last few episodes. That's all. He's not going anywhere. He's still <laughs> there. Aspot technically plays all he the drops that you hear during the show. That's right. He went on vacation. Mark, Aspot is here. You are here. I am here. We are all here back. to talk about Top Gun Maverick. I'm going to play this yes. for five seconds, even though I think hopefully they, we don't get in trouble. And then that's all that people can hear from the episode. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> it just ends. It clips right there. The people in Portugal are like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then we don't chart. They don't, we don't chart anymore. We, they riot in the just streets. Just like Raised by Wolves. That's right. That's right. It's just me and Mark sending a text. Send help. Please. <laughs> yeah. Nation of Portugal, help us. We have been taken down for playing four seconds of Kenny Loggins' The Danger Zone. <laughs> Dude, can I tell you something stupid about Kenny Loggins <laughs> really quick? Sure. So Kenny Loggins, <laughs> big time 80s musician, pop star, mega hit maker. Danger Zone. He was also well known for doing the Caddyshack theme. I'm all right. You know what I'm talking about? Don't nobody worry about me. I've never seen that movie. Okay. Oh, what? (laughs) Mark, what, dude? How is that possible? (laughs) Caddyshack, one of my favorite movies. It's one of my favorite movies. It's so good. I just got around to watching Groundhog Day, man. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Because Bill Murray's in this too. You can just leapfrog over to watch Caddyshack. It's really good. It is an 80s comedy. (laughs) Yeah, good. You'll love it, dude. You love cancel stuff, man. You'll be futterwhacking. You'll love it. You'll fucking love it, man. Futterwacking? Oh, my God. Mark, Kenny Loggins played some some of the the 80s biggest hits, known for his movie, uh, not movie soundtracks, but songs associated, those soundtrack songs, right? The Highway to the Danger Zone from Top Gun. I'm All Right from Caddyshack. Dude. I won, I, I won tickets like two years ago from a fucking radio station. Yes, I still oh, listen wow. to the radio. So those actually They work. still exist. They still exist. Not yeah. an internet radio, like inter, like radio in my car. I was still, this is before I had bought my new car. And I was still driving around like a fucking old ass car. So I had to use regular radio. And I love the 80s station. And I was listening to the 80s station and they were like giving away tickets. I was like, oh my God, I call in and I fucking win, Mark. I fucking win. When Damn, does that ever nuts. happen? Okay, I You're win the, the only tickets. Person I know that has won something on the radio show. Actually. Yes, I fucking won That's two tickets. Rare. Not not just any bullshit tickets. Like two VIP tickets in like a stand close to the stage. I come home to Jess. I'm like, guess what? We're gonna see the guy who plays Danger Zone and uh, and the Caddyshack song. We're gonna go to his concert <laughs> in a VIP section for free. And she was like, really? I was like, yeah, dude, Richard Marks. And she's like, hey, Richard Marks wow. doesn't sing those songs. And I was like, what? And she's like, so 
you're thinking of someone else. She's like, Richard Marks sings like really song, like really slow pussy songs. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding? And she's like, no, dude, he sings like really slow, like romantic shit. The guy you're thinking of is Kenny Loggins. And I got it confused, dude. That's why nobody won the radio contest because nobody wanted to go to that guy's concert. I got them confused. And I thought I was going to see Kenny Loggins. Our first <laughs> and only caller for the uh, Richard Marks the tickets. Richard, Richard Marks. Wait, did you guys go though? No, dude. <laughs> we didn't go. That's funny. You know, it's funny. They probably. I wonder if they had some little press crew there that was like, "Here's the winners. Let's take photos." There's they like wanted me to hold up the, the bumper sticker for the radio station. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, "He's going to be here. He's going to pose with Richard." Dude, actually, you know, actually, go another. <laughs> oh, here's a radio story for you. Uh, were you here for? Were you here in the city for? What was it? Ninety two. Was it ninety two point three? K Rock, I think it was called. K Rock was, was like, I think, like right at the end of my time. It was finishing right as I was coming in. Ah, uh, so anyway, we, I, my, I remember I won a skull cap from them at one. I think it was at a filter concert. So they took a photo <laughs> of my two friends and myself and featured us on the website. And I just remembered I looked like, you know. I looked like a basement dweller. I was like super skinny. You looked really cool. Big, big sweatshirt, like super long, skinny neck. Did you have giant <laughs> Goofy fucking hair like Janko pants on? Did you have like Janko how big pants were your pants? With, they're like huge, dude. They're <laughs> massive. Like you could parachute with these things. I know was that's the kind like of the thing generic though, joke, but they were that huge. When you saw and then the I'd picture, always wear hiking boots. When you saw the picture, were you like excited to show people like that's me? Or were you instantly like, like, oh, no, it's so it's so embarrassing. But I, I'm, I'm going through my old data. If I come across it, I will totally please. post it. Oh, my God. I Mark, will totally please. post it. I was, please I'll send see it to us so find, we can share I hope it. I find please, it. Please send it to us so we can share it. So um, while Mark is searching for his old picture from the filter concert and, uh, <laughs> and I avoid making eye contact with Richard Marks, <laughs> um, we're going to talk Top Gun Maverick. And first, it must be said. Apologies to Patrick M, our listener, because oh, yeah. he, was, he was originally supposed to review Top Gun with us, and we were like, we're not going to do that, man, because I got to go out of town, and I was sick and shit. We're like, we're just going to bring him, and we're still bringing him on for Jurassic World Dominion, but I was like, dude, we're not even going to do a Top Gun episode. Then Mark and I talked offline, and we were like, let's do a Top Gun episode, and Mark goes, Patrick's going to fucking hate you. <laughs> so Patrick, apologies. We are sorry. You know what's funny though, it's sort of like um, just one of those know, things. It it reminds me very much of this film's release, where it was like, "Hey, it's out." Just kidding. It's just kidding. not. Nope. Oh, dude! Not only is it out, now it's a massive mega hit. Oh, now they're I being know. now they're being sued. Oh. Oh wait, what? Did you not they're hear this? Sued? Dude. Sued for what? Paramount Studios sued over Top Gun copyright. This is from CNN, like literally two minutes ago. What? Paramount Studios being sued for copyright infringement over Top Gun by the family of the author whose article inspired the original film. Oh, my God. In a complaint filed in California federal court Monday, the heirs to Yuhad Yone's article, Top Guns, states that the studio did not reacquire rights for the sequel. Wow. So, uh... Big success story kind of marred now by a little uh, copyright issue. You know Tom Cruise is going to make Damn. that shit go away, though. There's no fucking way he's going to just let them. <laughs> Scientology disappear. It's the them. biggest movie of Tom Cruise's career. 
it's not how, how it's like it the do, fucking the highest dude the first weekend it made like 170 million dollars damn and then this past weekend the drop During like the usually pandemic too. so you have like it's a big a let's say you have a big movie like dr strange okay yeah it's normal let's talk box office it's normal like 50 to 60 percent drop second yeah. weekend that's what people expect right because so much of the population it's front-loaded they've seen it the previous weekend dude top gun only dropped like 25 percent wow that means old people are going back to the movies that's that's, that's what that fucking means the power of old people and the power of repeat viewing and the power of word of mouth i don't remember the last time a movie had this amount of positive word of mouth you know what i'm talking well i'm trying to think what was the last positive word of mouth movie where everybody was like oh my god you gotta go see this movie and even people who like didn't normally go to the movies were going because their neighbor told them to see it their fucking their mistress told them to see it wow what was the last movie you think uh what say again what do you think the last <laughs> what do you think the last no i i lost audio. oh you lost me i'm sorry yeah can you hear me now yeah what do you think the last big powerful word of mouth movie was like this that was purely powered by almost like a game of telephone people just word of mouth talking hyping it gotta see it was well it... the one i can think of is like memento is a big oh no i'm talking like this dude like where memento oh, made no money like... i'm talking like giant like was it the dark knight where even people who didn't like batman were like told I, you know what? you have to what go about... see batman would you consider avatar yeah i guess avatar... that's like that's a new that's a new property that but... was never but that's you know, not the last one then, because I think I definitely think Avatar benefited from word of mouth. But yeah. a Dark Knight came out after. And I remember there were people who like didn't watch comic book movies, didn't like Batman, didn't even go to movies and were being told by like yahoos who didn't go to the theater to go see the Dark Knight. I wow. think that's like the last one I can remember. Or maybe Fury Road. That might, oh, that's maybe, a good one. Maybe too. Fury yes, Road. Fury that Road, be definitely, because that made bank. Well, we're back. And I think that was mostly. Word there's another mouth. here we go another word of mouth movie where like every fucking body you, you go to the fucking grocery store people are like go see top gun maverick they're telling you so mark we both saw the movie you saw it very early oh i, I saw, saw it like, opening like, night right well i saw it like it was an early release thing so i actually saw it before it opened did you have the special was, message so from uh did you have the special, yeah, message, have, like, from tom special message from tom cruise yeah. you got the poster and then also like a little metal pin Oh, sweet. They really? Did, they did that for Ad Astra, too. So I have like a couple Ad Astra pins. Nice. And like they didn't do the poster, though, unfortunately. Damn it. But the poster's actually surprisingly nice. And I'll, I'll post that. Definitely post that. Episode. Did you um, is your pin like a, an official like Top Gun Maverick pin? Is it like little flight wings or what is it? I, I have to look at I actually haven't looked at it. It's, it's just Tom, it's just Tom Cruise's packaging. face. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> you wear Maverick's face. <laughs> Mark, this movie, we should say quickly, was directed by a guy we both like, Joseph yes. Kaczynski. We've actually this... talked about him on the show before. He finally made a, a movie that made money because most of his stuff. Was most of his stuff like... tanks. Yeah. Even Tron Legacy, which I love as a Tron guy. I, I know it's not a oh, great I movie. I love Tron Legacy. But it's that movie fun. was like considered a, a failure, right? It didn't didn't make money. And yeah. then his other two movies, Oblivion, the other movie he made Oblivion with Tom Cruise was like a fucking too, right? miss. And that was just a bad movie. And then it was the movie that we've talked about on this show that has 80 million goddamn titles, which is like, yes, only the brave, the mountain, Granite Mountain, hotshot firefighter <laughs> men who launch into the sky and smoke jump and all that. <laughs> right? Futterwhacking. 
the Futter and Smoke Jumpers, it's like a whole thing. <laughs> Joseph Kaczynski, this is only like his fourth <laughs> or fifth movie. So pretty big shoes to fill. He's stepping in for Tony Scott, who rested. By the way, that was a nice little tribute they did. That was very loved cool. seeing that. Love seeing that memory in uh, what did it say? With love like for Tony memory. Scott. Tony Scott in love yeah. with Tony Scott. That's what it's. <laughs> it, was the, it was the editor's confession. I've been in love with him for twenty years. <laughs> in love with Tony Scott. <laughs> <laughs> that actually Dude. sounds like a movie. <laughs> Dude, that's a movie. Oh boy. There's your fucking anime series in love with Tony Scott. And the editor reveals finally after 30 plus years that he was in love with this man who died. It's a tragic love story of unrequited love as he's editing this like Top Gun jet movie. <laughs> and it's the most sexual of images. Totally of sexual. Dude. Yeah. Why not? Like, why is he uh, using all like, those? Why do you nose keep cutting shots? to the? Yeah. Why do you keep cutting to the noses? It's very phallic. It's a lot of missile shots. <laughs> I didn't think there were any torpedoes in this movie. <laughs> Why is he shooting at the canyon so much? Putting these projectiles inside the crack. I don't understand. In love with Tony Scott. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of goes with the plot, too, because it's trying to file missile to hold. That's right. He's trying to shoot. Twice. Mark, he's not trying to shoot. He's trying to shoot his load into the hole. He gets two chances. <laughs> he has to come back in a half an hour. Yeah, come back. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's got to take a minute. Fucking reassess. Drink a Gatorade. Think take about a some sore. shit. Come back I in. I just need to loop around, and then I'm ready to go again. <laughs> I got to get over Coffin Corner. Then I got to come back around. Hit this load again. And then maybe I'll find that spot. That's right. But you got to hit a, the direct a 90% spot. percent chance that you're gonna, you're gonna miss. miss. <laughs> you're totally gonna miss. That's what this movie's about. <laughs> it's this movie and Star Wars. That's, that's right. That's this movie. This I was, movie yes. is Star Wars. I was reminded of New Hope having to hit the G spot right away. Twice. You get. But this two one, chances. they made you do it twice. Although, what? In a New Hope, two go in like, and they go whoop whoop. Yes, you see <laughs> them one right hole. after the other. It's like two pellets going in. <laughs> oh damn. Two little spheres, perfect spheres. Mark Hamill's better, I suppose. Yeah, well, His you recovery know. time. He's got the insane. force, man. He's got the force. <laughs> you can use that. Balls, look. You can use that to summon up. <laughs> Fill my balls quickly. <laughs> That's what you say. <laughs> oh, we got a new thing for Asbot to say. Over over. Yeah, perfect. Mark Joseph Kaczynski, I would say, uh, <laughs> definitely the highest grossing thing that guy's made. But Tom Cruise, out of a career of 30 plus years longer 40 plus years of making giganto making movies <laughs> this is his biggest movie like highest grossing already wow. beat all of his mission impossibles the stupid fucking mummy movie he made the fucking uh <laughs> <laughs> live die repeat the worst fucking title in the world but one of his greatest movies, which is The Sand Fart. Great movie. Great. Oh, no. it's I'm sorry. It's called Edge of Tomorrow. That's the thing. It's got 80 goddamn titles. Yeah. That's the problem. No, they switched it to Live, Die, Repeat for the DVD release. Stupid. And then I think they switched it back because every... I don't know why. There was so much confusion just because of that stupid trailer. But I think... What about... By the way, do you, do you think that if Joseph Kaczynski screwed this one up and it tanked, that we would no longer be seeing his movies again. Yes, I think he would be in director jail, for sure. Um, but he, 
just like Tom, dude, just like Maverick had two chances to hit that spot. Joseph Kaczynski <laughs> hit that spot. Yeah, he he had like five chances, and he did make good on the fifth chance. Um, <laughs> can we talk about as we're talking about this movie? Can we talk about? I did love. Let's get this out of the way. I loved all the nostalgic sort of touches and and hat tips. Oh yeah, to the original. Like right, they don't even make you wait for Danger Zone. It plays right away. I was kind of surprised by that. I was surprised by two things in this movie. One that Danger Zone plays basically in the first frame of the movie. And two, I don't know how your screening was because you had a special screening with pins and posters and shit. My screening was loaded with kids. What? Like families. This is like a four quad, true four quad, like PG blockbuster, like everybody taking everybody to go. My And the kids were well behaved. I'm not here to show the kids. Yeah, actually, I did have a kid in the audience and yeah. very well behaved kid. Didn't the kids say one were like, thing. she goes, is he dead? Oh, and that was it. Know. They always want to know if he's dead. Was it after the Val Kilmer scene? yeah <laughs> oh no they did hat tip to Iceman. i thought that was so yeah, cool that was very cool dude apparently they used ai to help val kilmer speak wow so because val kilmer's voice as we know is like cratered beyond it's recognition gone, he can't yeah. he cannot talk so he uses a speech what is that it's like the um it's like the thing that stephen hawking uses not yeah. not to that degree but he like uses a machine to speak and then the scene that they do with him they managed to have him speak and it's it's like it's seamless it looks like him like i'm like did he oh, yeah. mouth the words i'm really wondering how that worked but it was powerful so there was that there were also i believe a That's super sad actually um warlock There's a lot of moving moments in that movie. the warlock character is also from the first top gun i'm not super i re- i saw top gun years ago same here not, i didn't and i should it, say it's not like honest. a movie that i hold in high reverence like i think it's a fun piece of 80s nostalgia but this is the better movie this is top gun this is like the best Top Gun movie that there's ever going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. I doubt By they the way, will you, ever reach these heights again. You want to hear something funny? I, As a kid, I never saw Top Gun. Uh, my only experience with Top Gun was the Nintendo game. And, <laughs> we had to land on the carrier. And my brother and I could not land on that stupid carrier. <laughs> I think we did it once and we were like, holy crap. And then we took off the next time. 50 heat-seeking missiles just like cratered just us. cratered into your spot so i actually as i was traumatized from that so even as an, an adult i never really paid attention to it and i finally watched it maybe like when i was like 35 or something well because like you're a big tony scott fan so like yeah, you have to cover it i in was his... revisiting his old stuff yeah. and i was like okay i'll i'll check this out and did you like I the movie i i remember it was i remember i enjoyed it and it was entertaining and it was cool to see Yes, but it's got some great also cinematography not, in it. It was kind of like repetitive and, and a bit boring in terms of action. Well, yeah, especially when you I hold know. it against this one, right? Yeah. Not a lot happens in the first Top Gun. There are a lot of like dull moments, and then you get a big set piece with the Jets. Or you get some dull stuff, and then you get the fun bit where they're singing in the bar. There's some dull yeah. stuff, and then you get that crazy sex scene with him and Kelly McGillis where there's like candles and wax and shit. But like... <laughs> <laughs> they even kind of in a in a callback they even kind of paid off some of those things like this movie has a sex scene but instead of going the ridiculously over the top gratuitous route it's like the cleanest tamest like and post-coital they're already done and totally covered like yeah. it was the antithesis of the first movie nice conversation yes they're gonna have it yeah, exactly and then also by the way when oh, he sorry, jumped out of the wind when he jumped out of the window 
everyone in the theater was like, ah, ah, ah. and then as soon as uh, the daughter goes, don't break her heart again, everyone immediately went from, ah, ah, to, oh, oh, why you got to bring the room down? That's what the kids do at the screening. Why is he dead? Hey, we're all having a good time. Do you have to bring it up now? Junior, eat your jujubes. Shut up. Hey, why is the minion dead? Why he died? Uh, they also, just like the first movie, had beach volleyball. Here we have another uh, totally homoerotic beach sports scene where they play football. Um, is looking good. Although I dude, noticed they didn't try to go below good. his 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 you know. The well, I noticed they were they were so very the edge of tomorrow. They, they were, were like, very stay away cool from his shit about cutting to all of the young people's shirtless shots. But then when it came to Tom Cruise, they would widen out really far across the beach. He was running somewhere. He was running away from the camera yes, or yes. walking away from the camera. <laughs> Dude, Miles Teller got cut for this. He got, he looks gigantic. Gigantic and cut. Like, holy <laughs> fuck. What does he do? Like, I'm kind of glad that my wife didn't go see this because, man. I'm oh, sure really? I just went alone. I wow. went by myself. Um, but it was cool because, you know, nobody noticed. The theater was so, you know, fucking full. But um, I could not believe, because, like, I'm used to Miles Teller being, like, shrimpy, like, from Whiplash. Oh, yeah. Or even the way he is in um, Fan Four Stick, the fucking Fantastic Four movie. Like, he's a very tiny-looking guy. But then when you see him next to Tom Cruise, you really understand how huge he is. Like, he looks like a beast. Remember in the Sega game, Altered Beast, where the guy would transform? That's what Miles Teller looks like next to Tom Cruise. He fucking altered beasts out. He's in mid-beast transformation. He looks incredible. Miles Teller, I, I, I want to say two things about the actors in this movie. One, Tom Cruise proves he can act once again. Oh, yes. I think it's been a many, long many time times. because even though I love his Mission Impossible movies, and I do love those, the character of Ethan Hunt now is very one note. He's got one speed in those movies. It's go, go, go. Everything's intense. Every line has the same sound. You kind of forget that. Um, Tom Cruise used to like chase Oscars and try yeah. to cry and try to do big shit. And then watching Top Gun Maverick, I was like, oh, this motherfucker's trying to win. And I was like, he can act. Look, we got tears. He's crying. Like he pulls it off and he reminds you he this motherfucker is an actor. I think that's what you know, what's crazy. Everyone laughed at him during his little speech where he intros the movie, which I actually thought was really nice the way he said it. It's like, we made this for you. I was like, yeah. it actually made you feel special. It's like, Somebody oh, cool. in my audience he cares went, about, you can tell went, he cares about the fans. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> they were being an asshole, but like, it was very odd. They waited for the fucking, you know, audience to die down and they went, thank you, yeah. Tom. But here, so here's the thing is like, he totally won the audience over in the end because at the end, as soon as his name popped up in the credits at the end, everyone cheered. Everybody cheered. Like a legit, like, wow, this person oh, is my, amazing. My screening experience, like, my audience lit the fuck up. You know what it reminded me of? You know in Inglorious Bastards when they're watching the movie Nation's Pride and they, like, the people, like, the Nazis keep standing and cheering at every scene? That's what this was like. Like, every few scenes, people would fucking just erupt into applause um, in my theater. But it was warranted because... I guess we should just say, and if it's not abundantly clear, Mark and I both loved this movie, right? Is that safe oh, to say? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It's this is like, safe to say that. The, Mark, summer movie season is here. The blockbuster is back. The movies are back. Yes. 
by the way did did it not make you nostalgic for like you know the smell and taste of buttered popcorn yes it and just, an it ice cold coca-cola it reminded mm. me of those like when jurassic park came out that era of like the yes. last of the those 90s movies you could smell the popcorn how... coming up the escalator yeah you're like getting it, it hyped, was getting such ready. an awesome experience you know everyone was into the movie yes. nobody talked there were no cell phones it was like the perfect viewing experience every time. And that's what Top Gun was because it was everybody. It seemed, you know how about we were talking about uh, Rescue Rangers and, and how in that movie they're like, this is, what the, this is what they usually do for a remake or a sequel. They do like what the audience doesn't want. Well, this movie did what the audience wanted all Yes, long. give the people what crazy. they want. You know what it kind yeah. of reminded me of was um, y- you, you will get this right because you've made films and you watch short films you know like really good short films are very economic in their storytelling they have to be because they have a limited runtime so if something's set up it's paid off in one or two scenes quick 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 that's how you make an effective short film and usually in longer form stuff right your setups and payoffs are a little more distant Top Gun Maverick kind of skillfully is almost like a series of short films where it's like if something's set up it's set up economically quickly right away and then it's paid off like several times it's paid off quickly and it's paid off over and over and over again like the first scene where you meet all of the new top gun recruits or all the people who are who he's going to be teaching the 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 kids i was like ready to hate that dude you love them immediately yeah exactly that's you know what's funny i thought we would my brother and i would i thought we would be like oh these people are all like douchey you know yeah just because just sort of like i even liked the, hangman the douche yeah he was exactly yeah well that's the cool thing is like every character gets to redeem themselves in some sort of way yes prove their skill and by the way one thing i really loved about it speaking of the of well as the main character i love that maverick you know how they always do that weird thing where it's just like oh he's an older guy now so now he has to make mistakes and fail when he's doing his job, I love that he does not make any mistakes. No, he's like the best. He's yeah, clearly like the best. I be- love like, that he's dude, you oh my god, you're absolutely right. Like, you know what you just made me think of was like how they went out of their way to make the new Daniel Craig James Bond like, yo, he's older, he's shittier every movie. He can't yeah, shoot he straight. Fuck he can't drive at even, night. He's got bad bat- night vision because he's old. Even the- the Batman movies, like, yeah, they always have that scene. Your knees are busted. Your back's broken. How do you expect to fight crime? You got liver problems that you need to yeah. take these vitamins, right? You're absolutely right. That's such a good call because here, Maverick, he has not missed a beat. I would argue that age has made him better. He's yeah. better than he was in the original Top Gun. Yeah, He's and like actually, and the cool more seasoned is... fighter, better pilot, more confident. And not only is he the most experienced, like, pulling all the different G's. He's like the only guy who's pulled like 10 G's and walked away, right? Yeah. But he's the only guy, I love that they kept showing you time and time again, that like, he's truly the only man for this mission. There's one pilot for the mission. The rest of the kids are really window dressing. Maverick is there for the mission because he's the only guy who can do it. Yes, that's so true. And by the way, I love that it shows how he's, even though he's older, he's not playing it safe or getting, you know. Yes more reclusive he's kind of he's like um he he's all it's uh, you feel as though you even though you haven't seen this character in a long time during that time where you haven't seen him he just keeps getting better and better and better and better now he's flying like this you know top secret airplane and pushing it to its like to the boundaries by the way that scene 
and it's so it's reminding me of it's like it, i love seeing analog displays and it's yeah. so they're so effective like that first part when he's pushing it to 10 and then he's just like just a little bit further and the other yes. guy's like don't do it that made you love the character so much from the beginning and you are there's something to be said obviously as we've talked about on this show numerous times we're big fans of practical do it practical if you can do oh, it yeah. practical do it practical you cannot beat practical aerial action cinematography there's yeah. no cg bullshit and if there is it's used so sparingly or so subtly to kind of touch up those physical seams like compare this again not to beat up on dr strange again but like after years and years of seeing rubber cgi gumby people beat each other yeah, up. I know how amazing was it to see real people flying fighter jets taking real G's oh seeing what the human being can actually do how fucking nuts was that that was crazy and also and just I, a sheer show way, of force like what these jets can do like when they launch countermeasures and shit to, to fucking knock out enemy missiles it looks insane oh yeah the capabilities the way, that, they have that dope shot with uh with Ed Harris at the end of the runway and the jet just flies over and the other guy stumbles and falls and yes. he like he's just standing there and then you see the there. roof of the building lift By i the love way, that the one thing this movie does is it introduces characters quickly economically in a short period of time like you were saying it's like you know everything about the character like and they don't have to just like beat it not only do you too, know them you awesome. like them it in it yeah. somehow instantly introduces them and makes them likable you instantly are like i know this person and i like them even the so even again as another callback to the original top gun this movie has an, an ice man who's basically hangman same guy he's like an asshole like waspy blonde-haired guy who thinks he's the best like even that guy as mark said gets a redemptive arc again set up payoff right if your guy is bad or needs a chance to prove himself, this movie is going to make sure that he does that. That's just good it, storytelling. By the way, the, another cool thing about it too is it also makes all those characters in that group, you're like, okay, they've been selected for a reason. You know how many times you see movies and you're like, this is the best of the best class. And, and they suck. Fuck ups. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here they were actually I mean, good. Yeah. I mean, they can't keep up with like with Maverick, but they can still like push the boundaries of what they're doing for a, a new group of people, you know, with yes. less experience. And I think that's awesome when you see capable people in, in these movies, sort of like, do you ever get tired of just watching people fuck up? You know? Yeah. Well, it's like the classic, like the horror movie trope, right? That they need the characters to be dumb to advance the plot so that they can get caught yeah. and hurt here. It's like, you're seeing good, capable professionals act professionally. And if they fuck up, it's something that's out of their, out of their skill set it's out of their scope they're still performing admirably they're still like proving to you why they're they're all top guns like they are all literal top guns so yeah. again the, and there's a great line where that the one uh girl says who are they going to get to teach us right it was just such a smart fucking idea um mark what did you think about i also i wanted to talk to you about miles teller and i wanted to talk to you about goose and the character of rooster in this movie i thought it was really good for like especially people like us who are familiar with the first Top Gun, but like didn't just rewatch it like some people to go into this one. Like this movie's very good about also saying, hey, 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 newcomers or people who are not as like remembering it, <laughs> we are gonna <laughs> make it very easy for you to remember these con these conflicts. Like even the callback to playing great balls of fire in the bar, like that's something I wouldn't have remembered 
from the first yeah, Top Gun. Yeah, exactly. It 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 does it does flash back to key moments in the previous movie. Yes, and and you're right. Um, most for me at least too. I forgot a lot of them. Yeah. So dude, it was I was same. like, okay, thanks for the refresher. It was a but welcome again, refresher. You also see how like bad film grain used to be back then. You're like, oh, but especially it's... yeah, when it's blown up, <laughs> yeah, yeah, next to like the new shit, it looks so rough. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, it's cool. It kind of makes it seem like a stylistic choice now, because you know, back in when they would do other films, and then all of a sudden you see, oh, here's the flashback, but we we'll shoot that in like eight millimeter. Right. Or, we'll treat it with sepia, so yeah, it looks now it kind of like yeah, it sort of it sort of blends in, like as though it was that technique. So it didn't like it didn't bother me that much and i i liked having that like you were saying it is nice to have a refresher speaking of the look of the movie let's talk a little about mark what did you think about the the cinematography like there are some aerial shots in this that are truly impressive like the, i walked out of my theater and jess didn't go see the movie with me but she you know i told her all about it and i was like hey one of my favorite things ever just in life is when I was a kid, more than the movie itself, the thing I remember from Superman the movie is the tagline. I remember seeing the poster in a blockbuster and the tagline said, you'll believe a man can fly. That has stuck oh, with me yeah. my entire movie going life. I always come back to that tagline, the promise of that tagline. It fills me with hope. Even talking about it now, it gets me like really amped. When I left this movie, I thought about that tagline and I was like, they should make the tagline for this. You'll you'll believe you're flying. This movie made me feel or gave me the experience of what it is like to fly. Like, I don't want to leave. I think the goal of the first Top Gun was to get people to sign up to become Navy pilots. Right? <laughs> and maybe this one is a little bit too. But like, I didn't leave the theater going, man, I got to sign up to fly some planes. I left the theater going, wow, now I know what it feels like to fly a fucking jet around <laughs> and it was fun and exhilarating but i don't need to do it in real life you know what i mean like yeah you'll believe that you are flying this movie will make you feel like you're flying that's what i think and that's all accomplished thanks to that amazing cinematography like i was listening a little bit to um i'm going to give our buddies a shout out the love of cinema and uh, i didn't finish their top gun episode but they were talking uh, a bit about that the actors had to operate cameras sometimes in the cockpits of the jets so like they had to you know like basically turn the camera on turn the camera off angle right and i was just like wow the the, the movie even entrusts its own actors in the scene to shoot the scenes like that's that's the level that's the degree of commitment that they're that the crew is giving it's fucking crazy man. that's awesome <laughs> what did you think about the visuals in the movie i thought that it was gorgeous did you have a favorite sequence at all because I could tell you straight up, my my favorite one was, and to me, I mean, they're all impressive, um, especially like as they're training, going through those canyons and stuff. And the, even the final thing where they go to the uranium plant and there's that big surprise where he's got to bail Maverick out. That was all awesome. But my oh, favorite yeah. fucking thing was the simplicity of when it looks like they have boosted, like ousted Maverick and John Hamm takes over and then... Tom Cruise is basically like, I'm going to prove to you it can be done in two and a half minutes. I'm going to do it at oh, 100 yes. feet. And just when you're with the jet, it's like the camera's mounted on those jet engines and you're seeing him hit it's those like curves the and the plane yeah. is like basically just completely like 90 degrees. And you see him forcing his breath. That was my turns. dude. Visual <laughs> exhilaration. Like, by the way, do you ever couldn't see believe those... what I was seeing? 
Do you ever some see some at, like a sequence in a movie where it's so breathtaking that you kind of get a bit emotional yes. about that experience and how yes. cool it is? That's what that was like. It was fucking awesome. That was my favorite sequence in the movie. And there are a lot of them. That opening sequence that Mark talked about. Also, we love Ed Ed fucking Ed Harris on this show. I love seeing him show up. <laughs> yeah. We just joked about him, but I loved seeing Ed Harris. That opening scene where he's flying that to hit the 10 G's. Like that was an incredible, like that tells you right away. The movie lays down a gauntlet and is like, we have real fucking aerial cinematography. We got real planes. We got (laughs) real Tom Cruise. We got real Ed Harris marching his ass outside. Like it tells you right away. This is this kind of movie. This is this, this is the movie that you've signed up to see. And I, but it's also like very charming too. Cause you know, that scene after the explosion in the sky of that experimental jet and then it cuts the town and he walks into <laughs> yeah. that diner. I love stuff like that, oh, but that okay. was very old. Thank school, you for bringing you know that up. I mean, thank you for bringing that up because it's not a perfect movie. I have one gripe with that. They stole <laughs> that joke. They stole that joke from the Arnold Schwarzenegger action movie Eraser. There's a scene where Eraser jumps out of the airplane and parachutes down yeah. and he lands in a junkyard. And Arnold says, where am I? Oh, and the, the little girl in the junkyard like... says, Earth, welcome. <laughs> they literally stole that joke for when he shows up in the diner and i'm sure i'm the only person in that audience who was like hey man you stole this shit from eraser <laughs> but fuck you you did you stole it from eraser no okay? but i like I know that because it's did. sort of like it's sort of like a throwback to that that like the, that 90s humor which is what the movie needed to be yes because it's sort of like it's a movie made for our generation i know what you did last summer top gun maverick i know what you (laughs) did last summer you stole that joke from eraser but that's my only nitpick (laughs) wait wait that's maybe a good that what do you have any nitpicks complaints or gripes no not really just me just my eraser i thoroughly enjoyed it i'm i'm sure i'd think i'd have to think hard about it but i'm Uh, sure some will pop up but at at present like i don't i didn't see it as nothing I saw it like much uh, a longer time ago, so yeah. the I memory ain't so good. But I will say to, the uh, one oh. thing I said, the what I liked though is the the setups to like, you know, when they're at the briefing, they're like, oh, and then they, these guys also have F-14s, and you know they're going to use you them, know, yes. but you don't but know how. That's the, the promise that, that this movie makes. Dope, though, it's like if it brings something up, it's going to pay it off. So the yes. mere mention of those F-14s, you know they're coming out at some point, and that payoff was worth it. Oh, yeah, and the b- best part is, like, I took my brother to see this, too, and it was uh, my brother's favorite jet is, like, the F-14. When we were kids, we had those, like, you know, Desert Storm trading cards. Yeah. And my brother's favorite airplane uh, jet fighter was the F-14, and mine was the F-15. So I thought it was cool to, like, Pretty sweet. see that in the Was your brother psyched? Was he yeah. psyched in the theater? Like, yeah, I, t- I took my that's my jet too. Everyone <laughs> loved it. He high fives yeah, people next to him. That's my jet. That's my jet. This is the type of movie if you did that, someone would high five like, you. Probably it's like a Tyler Perry Medea movie in your audience. <laughs> people are like <laughs> dancing around and high fiving. That's my jet. That's my jet. Was that what they were doing? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing, dude. I'm sure they would if someone brought it up. And they were like, "What's with that?" What's with that audience? They're fudder away. <laughs> what is he doing? Fudder wagon. <laughs> Mark, what's he doing in there? Fudder Oh my god. Mark, uh, I also wanted to mention really quick, Jennifer Connelly is in it, and she still looks absolutely gorgeous. Oh yeah. She's I also amazing. love that now Jennifer Connelly is two for two 
uh, in her movies, she has to fall in love with an aviator. She either falls in love with the Rocketeer <laughs> or she falls in love with Maverick from Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> either way, if Jennifer Connelly is in your airplane movie, she's going to fall in love with the pilot. That's what happened. <laughs> um, I thought she was uh, really great, obviously, as your you know love interest here. They didn't bring back the original Kelly McGillis. And there's kind of some there's some <laughs> futter whackenry there, I think, because they were basically like she she burnt now. You know, she don't she don't look so good. So they didn't Ooh. want to invite her back, you know? Damn. Yeah, I think that's, that's harsh. Um, it's a little harsh, but I didn't say it. I'm just saying. That's not my personal opinion. I'm sure she's a lovely woman. I'm just saying what I read online. <laughs> it's hearsay. Hearsay, Your Honor. It was like Johnny Depp. Okay. <laughs> Mark, let's also talk about um we talked about Val Kilmer. Let's also talk about um afterwards, like when you have, have seen this movie, like where do you think the future of Top Gun is going? Like, do you think we're going to get a sequel? It feels like it's so successful. There's no way parent like Paramount oh, is bleeding yeah. franchises right now. There's no way there's not going to be something that comes from this. Right. What do you think? Can you imagine if it just turns into like a streaming show? It's going to be an I anime think, like we talked about. Well, Top Gun well, anime. Guess, does it kind of feel like, or you know, Mission Impossible? It seems like they're doing that. They played the trailer for it at the beginning. It's like part one of Blah. Yes. Uh, forgot the title of it. Dead but Reckoning. Dead Reckoning. Thank you. So I'm I'm thinking like it kind of feels like that as that one dies out, maybe he'll pick up the reins of Top Gun. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. And then that, how far can you push Mission Impossible now? You know, I think this is supposed they, to be it. Dead Reckoning yeah. one and two is supposed to be the final. That's it. No more Mission Impossible. So I feel as though as that one kind of like fizzles out or it reaches its conclusion, maybe they'll he'll jump back on because I guess is that completely done now? Mission Impossible? Just like these the filming two. and everything. Did, yeah, I think it's I think it's totally finished. So I guess he can now move on to Top Gun, which would be awesome. Because if it's anything like this yeah. one, I want to keep seeing it. Because the agree. cast is great. They should, and they should definitely bring back Joseph Kosinski. Oh, and they yes, should bring please. back all the cast. Miles Teller. All the new kids. All the kids that are in Top Gun. Hangman, Bob. Yeah. Pay, payback. That was like perfection, that group. So. Did Warlock, you know the older uh, Black Soldier Warlock? Was he from the original Top Gun? I don't remember, I think he actually. was. That's why I wish I had seen it again. Had done a rewatch. Yeah, yeah, now I'm kind of kicking myself because it was on Netflix right before Top Gun Maverick came out, and now it's gone. Because that's how that's how that's the game we're fucking playing now. <laughs> we fucking play chicken, and then the streamers take the shit away. Mark, do you have any other uh, thoughts for Top Gun Maverick before we close out, dude? There's probably a bunch of other things I want to talk about because it's such a phenomenal movie, but I just am drawing a blank right now. Other, the one thing I should say is definitely go see it the hype is it's believable that it's real you should yes. see it it'll make see it you... on a gigantic screen what what did you go to IMAX? Oh, i just i didn't know i wish i did imax i'm gonna try to if i have time i haven't had much time unfortunately but if i do see it again i'd hope to see it in imax i saw it in uh, dolby oh in you the lucky Atmos bastard theater. yep so wow how was that you? sound i saw it oh in... it was amazing it felt like the jets were in the theater is great i saw it in my favorite xd extra dollars baby xd no. Um, and you know the whole time not the whole time but there were occasions where i thought of you mark i missed my friend and i said you know what this makes me wish that mark and i were seeing this in 4dx oh yeah mark and i that would be amazing how fun would top gun maverick be in 4dx come on well it's like made for that crappy what was that crappy movie we saw um 
when I had all the star fighters, it was oh, independence, independence Day resurgence. That was yeah, amazing in 4DX. Terrible movie. Great 4DX ride. It was great for a 4DX experience, <laughs> but yeah, man, I can't imagine that would be awesome to see Top Gun like that. I'm sure it's gotta, it's gotta be like that's what 4DX is made for. Oh yeah, made for. That'd be uh, great if the theater scenes. did a barrel roll, <laughs> <laughs> dumping popcorn. You will people. go <laughs> inverted during Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> People's fucking juju bees should have raining down. Oh! They get hurt. <laughs> this lady got whiplash at Top Gun Maverick 40X. Oh my god, that'd be insane. <laughs> it's like the people's court. Dun, dun, dun. The plaintiff is suing Tom Cruise because she says she got dun, 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 whiplash at Top Gun 40X. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the defendant, Tom Thomas Cruise. <laughs> Was it Thomas uh, Mopather the third or something? He's like, hey, I'm here. Yeah, that's right. I'm fucking Irish. You didn't realize it. <laughs> oh my god, he's actually Irish? Holy shit. He wasn't putting an accent in that movie. What was he's the movie really where Irish? he plays an Irish guy? Uh, Doesn't Leprechaun? he? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he play an Irish guy? Yes, dude? he plays an Irishman in Far and Away. Far and oh, Away. Thank you. Far and Away. Dun, dun, dun. Dude, now I want to hear the People's Court theme. Wait. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the Thomas, oh, Thomas Cruz. Yes, that's right. I'm fucking Irish. <laughs> there he goes. Ah, that was it. She says she got whiplash at Top Gun Maverick 4DX. The defendant, Thomas Cruz. Ah, oh, what the fuck you thought I see? I didn't hear anything prior. I got me lawyers here from Paramount. <laughs> They're like, all right, settle down, Mr. Cruz. Jeez. Oh my got a God. lot of cases to hear today. We got another whiplash <laughs> complaint from the 4DX <laughs> Ambulamps. Mark, I think we have reached the end of our review. Um, would you recommend Top Gun Maverick? Oh, hell yes. Of course I would. If you are nostalgic for them old blockbuster movies, you've got to see this movie. Hell yeah, it's baby. amazing. And hell see yes. it in, if you can see it in a specialty theater, do it. It's totally worth the extra money. I would, I envy the people who can see this in a specialty theater. If you can't at least go large format like I did, I checked it out in XD and it was worth them extra dollars. Um, I also was uh, <laughs> was very cool. I didn't do the fat guy thing. I bought a giant, you know, because the fucking the supply chain now, my theater is basically like, we don't have medium. We had large. That's it. And so I can only get a large popcorn. So I had a giant fucking bucket of popcorn and I didn't touch it. I was so what? immersed in the movie. I wow. didn't snack. That's a first for me. Mark knows I'll like snack the guy, for any movie. By the way. Were you like the guy in those uh, trailer or the tea or the theater ads where the guy throws the popcorn in his own face because he's yes. so excited? Yes, <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. That was me. I didn't <laughs> touch it. I was so immersed in the movie. And I don't care if you wow. fuckers don't believe me or not. It's real. OK, I didn't touch the popcorn. Fuck you. Uh, I also highly recommend Top Gun Maverick. Conveniently, just didn't go with you. Some <laughs> no witnesses, baby. All right. I want to say summer movie season is back. Mark and I both highly recommend Top Gun Maverick. Mark, shall we wreck it? Yes, please. I'm gonna wreck it, wreck it, wreck it, wreck it, wreck, wreck, wreck it. I'm gonna wreck it, wreck it, wreck it, wreck it, wreck, 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 wreck,
That music is terrible. Futterwhacking. Mark, what's he been doing? Futterwhacking. <laughs> Are you them two boys been a futterwhacking in my tool shed? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dude, that's what you need. <laughs> he says she was futterwhacking in the bedroom. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my dun, god. Dun, dun. The defendant, Thomas Cruz. I don't know why he's also there. That's dun, dun, dun. <laughs> someone was futterwhacking. <laughs> Who could it be? Holy the plaintiff, Aspot. All right, here we go. <laughs> get wrecked. Uh, I don't have too many get wrecks this Me week. Me neither. A. Oh, good. Because I was gonna feel really bad if Mark had like ninety things and I, I had got like two, two things. I have two. That's it. Yes. Okay. Cool. Okay. Perfect. So we'll go back and forth. I love this. See, dude, we're we're in sync even when we don't think we're in Excellent. sync. Excellent. Mark, do you want to kick us off? What's your first? Yeah, I'll, I'll kick us off. So I've been watching gonna? Reacher on uh, Amazon Prime. The first one's super fun. I I I was so tired. I kept falling asleep for the second episode. So, but, I but it's not good. Seen the second it's good though. I was just I've just been exhausted. But I enjoyed that first episode. There's a lot of fun action sequences. He's not as like buffoony as he looks the uh lead actor yes. i know that sounds i sounds it sounds so mean and rude but he actually comes across as capable and, and more of uh, uh a little bit more intelligent than just some brawny guy smashing people's faces in um is it is it following the storylines of the the previous movies at all or is it just totally like a new thing this is i think it's completely different it's based on i believe one of the books uh-huh got it i'm not for, it. i've not read any of the books i think my friend did and he said they're really good so i'm actually i thought i'd give it a shot uh, i like the i didn't follow i mean i like the first tom cruise movie just yes. as a agreed so know. agreed the second one i thought was god awful is generic like, as fuck it was yeah, so bad it was yeah insanely that bad was really for bad the director they had because the first one to. really had like a fucking clear vision about what it was yeah. and it also had werner herzog as the bad guy which was really yes. cool and it had like those kind of pulpy touches especially it's got that open very much like dirty harry where you're like looking through the binoculars like who's he gonna yeah, through the scope who's he gonna stuff. shoot like it has a, a very 70s like action yes. drama vibe and it commits to that um, but the second movie does away with all that and decides we're just going to make a generic action movie that's really poor. And there's also no humor in the second one. The first one, do you remember when he like gets out of the car and gets into the bus and the guy hands him the hat? Yes. There's like all these little like funny moments in the movie. He gets out but to the... a diner and the girl's like, he's like, where is this? And she goes, Earth. And I was like, hey, <laughs> you ripped this joke off again, you son of a bitch. That'd be great if that was Tom Cruise's I'll be back. He just always has that scene. The plaintiff says he stole the joke from 1996's Eraser. <laughs> I know what you did last summer, Tom. Okay. Um, so you've just watched the first episode and a bit of the second one, but you're you're yeah. going to commit to watching the rest of it. You you yeah, are impressed so. I enough. Think I will. It's fun enough that I will give it another chance. Good for you. Um, and blame it on my tiredness. Blame it on the rain, baby. Um, okay. My first wreck of the week is I'm still going through so i'm still gonna recommend it stranger things season four Damn. um i'm loving it are there? 500 there is seven episodes in this volume and there's going to be two episodes in the next volume which comes out in july i believe technically it's all season four but they split it up this way i guess just to keep the conversation going 
They cancel I, so many shows, they're probably running out of content. So they like, need oh, it. We no. got a really And it's also their flagship this. show. They spent like $30 million an episode. That's not a joke. You can tell. That's like crazy. every dollar is on the screen. Every week or every episode, you're getting like what is equivalent to a Stranger Things movie. It's like an hour and 20 minutes, hour 30 minutes. And you get Damn. like amazing sequences. It's been on point. I'm like savoring it. So I'm going through like one episode as if it's a movie, kind of taking a break for a couple of days. That's why it's taking me so long. I know people have already like binged through. It's taking me, they're fucking, first off, there's too much goddamn TV. Okay. I can't keep up. Like it's tough if you're a fan of the Stranger Things and you're a Star Wars guy and you're a fan of the boys because they all landed at the same time. Like I haven't started season three of the boys yet. And all of my friends have, and they're texting me about it, and I can't fucking talk to them about it because <laughs> I haven't watched season three yet. Because I'm busy fucking hate watching Obi-Wan, which I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> and I'm also watching, I'm still watching Stranger Things. And they're ta each episode is feature length. It takes a while. But oh, it's so they're it. longer than like 50 minutes. They're like... No, that's what I was saying. They're like hour 16, hour 20, hour 30. Like they wow. are full length Stranger Things movies. Yeah, um, I think feature length is what, 70 minutes, right? 70 That's minutes. 70 so they're minutes. all feature length. That's crazy. And they're incredible. This is this is without a doubt, and I'm I know I'm biased, but this is without a doubt the best season of Stranger Things ever made. Ever made. They more so all, than the first? Oh, better even better than the first. This is the best thing that Stranger Things has ever been. The best it's ever been. If you're not watching it or you were on the fence about it, or I know some people didn't love season three, I would encourage you to jump into season four because it is just every bit as great as you've been hearing. It's oh, okay. It's like the Stranger Things cover of Nightmare on Elm Street Dream Warriors, and it's awesome. Damn. And Netflix spent the money. I love it. It's my first rec. Stranger Things season four. I'm still going through it. So by, by our next episode, I'll probably be done. And I'll hopefully wow. have started the new season of The Boys because I love The Boys. Have you started? I love The Boys yet? too, but I have not seen season three yet. Yeah my i usually want that's the show i watch with my brother so i gotta you gotta you know, wait he's been busy going upstate for work so yeah i have to wait for him to come back but that's something i definitely want to check out what is your second wreck of the week it is not a joke ambulance <laughs> no are you because i put it on again and i was like i'm gonna watch this dude ask we have it. a we have a mutual friend and uh a, i think we uh, could say her name right yeah Christiane, she went to school with us. Yes, Christiane. Uh, she worked on the movie. Yeah, and she actually worked on this film. So I was chatting with her about it, and then from that, I just started watching it again. Yes, she sent us some cool behind-the-scenes stories, but we can't talk about them. Congratulations to her for, um, for getting that. That's yes. awesome. She's on a bunch of really cool shows or, and, and uh, movies. So yes. she's done a lot of good work. But, Very cool stuff. Yeah, that... It was speaking of physical effects, seeing some of that behind the scenes stuff was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Awesome. And it's her like, stories are great. Yeah. It almost looks like, you know, yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, want to say so too much. Just there me. you go. Ambulance. Um, I just want to say, Mark, Aspot, I think, might want to take you to the people's court because the plaintiff. Aspot says Mark has taken ambulance to get wrecked too many weeks in a row. <laughs> The defendant, Mark Monstrosky. <laughs> what the fake sacrifice he Guilty as charged. I'm guilty. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I made you Irish too. <laughs> I dare not attempt a Chinese accent. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, actually, my mom's walking past, Russ. So uh, you want to. Oh, here, I'll put you on. 
<laughs> hey, it's Matt Gilbert, Mom. Hi. Hi, Mom. Hi, how are hey, you? Now my mom's on the pad- podcast. You're on the podcast. She asks how you're feeling. Oh, I'm feeling... I'm doing getting better every day, I hope. Oh, cool. I hope. Excellent. Tell her thank and you for me. all the listeners Your are happy. Your mom is a sweetheart. You. Your mom is a sweetheart. Uh, Mark... Uh, so there you go. Amber Lamps, Mark, Rex again. My Rex, I, I got a new movie Rex that I'm really excited about. That's why I saved it for last. Uh, I want to recommend a movie called Duel. And it's not what you're thinking. It's not uh, The Duel or it's not the Steven Spielberg Duel. It's a movie called Duel, like D-U-A-L. Duel, like two, Duel. Uh, and it's directed by Riley Stearns. Have you ever heard of this guy? No, I haven't heard of that guy. Uh, Riley Stearns directed a movie called The Art of Self-Defense, which I'd never seen oh, before. But everybody yes, I loves. actually watched that, and I I thought it was great. Okay, It's so, a weird little indie dude, film. Yeah, based off it. the strength of this movie, I think I need to absolutely go and watch Art of Self-Defense because I loved Duel. It's very weird. It is exactly that. It's like bleakly, like blackly funny. Um, it's a movie with a lot on its mind. It has, um, so I'll tell you the basic premise because I don't want to give anything away. This is all in the basic synopsis for the movie. Karen Gillan, who makes a fuck ton of awesome choices as an actor, I gotta say. She's always in weird oh, stuff. Yeah. I love that about her. And I really liked her Gunpowder Milkshake. I even recommended it on this show. Yeah, that was a really fun movie. Well, she's back at it again, dude, with Duel. Um, it's Whoa. a movie where it's a, it's a strange dystopian futuristic society, I guess unlike ours where um when you die you have the option to clone yourself as like a gift for your family and uh this is to help them with the grieving process and so before you die the clone spends time with you so that it can learn how to be you so then it can carry your legacy and your life on what happens is and this is the basic premise the setup for the movie is that karen gillen thinks she's gonna die she clones herself she teaches the clone how to be her and then she goes into remission and realizes she's gonna live and now her options are basically either like die or kill the clone. Like she has to, oh, and it's, oh, it's setting you up for this death match where she has to face herself. That might sound pretty generic, but this movie has so much more on its mind than that simple premise. Like it is darkly funny, really fucked up. It kind of reminded me tonally, just because I hadn't seen Riley Stearns' other movie. It reminded me of The Lobster, like Yorgos Lanthimos, Killing of a Sacred Deer, like those kinds of movies where you're like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? It's like it's like a movie you watch late it's at night like on HBO. characters are weird. You're like, why is everybody acting weird? Why does this seem weird? You know, like the first time you watched It Follows, you were like, why, are the, why is their technology weird? Why is this girl talking into a seashell? Like weird <laughs> creative touches like that are all over this movie. Um, I can't recommend it enough. Go in ready to watch something weird. You're, I think you definitely have to be in the in the mindset, in the mood for that. But if you kind of know what you're getting, I think you're going to get a lot out of it. It's called Duel. It's on VOD. I rented it for five bucks. Definitely worth your five bucks. And on the strength of it, I loved it. I am I am a Riley Stearns fan. Like, I want to go watch Art of Self-Defense now. Yes, Because I've heard nothing but good it. things it's about it. awesome. You'll love it, I think. By the way, oh, yes. I actually have one surprise wreck, actually, which I forgot about. Oh, um, oh bring it. Uh, my, my brother and mom... They love older movies, and we watched this movie called My Son John. I think it was from 1951. It's this really it remind you reminded me of it because you were talking about weird characters. This movie, the characters are so they're kind of like my brother puts it this way. He's like they're on the edge of a 
nervous breakdown. So you're, and I think the, um, the premise of the story is it's storing like, you know, where you have like, ah, that's, I guess it's kind of like cold war era and you know how the Russians are like, they, they think the Russians are living in this society of paranoia where neighbors turn each other in, you know, to the government. Right. And, but this movie is like the same thing is happening here during like, I guess a lot around the McCarthy era. Oh, so it's it's this it's kind of this weird subversive movie that you think it's saying one thing, but it's actually saying another thing. And then watching it from today, you're like, "How did this movie get made?" It's very huh. wait. Odd. Where it's did you watch? Cool, where though. did you watch this? I watched it on YouTube. YouTube. Okay. Yeah, there the you full go. film is on YouTube. What's but, it called? My son John. Yeah, it's the cinematography is really good the acting is fantastic very natural it does, there are some characters that feel frenetic you know how that that 1950s like almost frenetic acting style yeah a that rapid bit of fire that. like kind of howard yeah. hawks ish a little bit yeah there's a little bit of that but most of it is very quiet and it feels very natural like there are some conversations in there and some things the actors do where you're like oh man that's actually looks like this person has lived with these people for years and is so familiar with them. It's really cool. Whoa. Okay, my son. But it's also very odd. It's you've intrigued almost like me. A David Lynchy kind of suburban America where it's not showing in this like everything's great. It's the atomic age. Woohoo! This one's like it's bleak. There's no leaves on the trees. I love the atomic age, dude. It always makes me want oh, yeah. meatloaf. They're always, <laughs> those fuckers are always eating meatloaf. You know what I'm talking? I love meatloaf. Or you want toast? It's Ugh. like I really want. Toast. I really want like the classic <laughs> breakfast of like two eggs, bacon, and toast that they have so perfectly and arranged on the plate. Sit at a counter plate. at one of those diners. Oh yes, please. And there's like a construction worker, a cop. Yep. A the construction American. worker has a fucking. <laughs> he has a lunch pail, but he's still at the diner. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Those are our wrecks for this week. Mark, we got a couple comments and questions from people. If you're down. Oh, cool. Yes. If, if you're down, so let me source totally those down. really quick while you guys listen to this. <laughs> Is this one of those 16-hour loop videos? <laughs> <laughs> so you can always reach out to us on Instagram at the Matt and Mark Movie Show. And apparently you fuckers missed us, which was cool. Our buddy Rob McPhillips says, this was really sweet. He says, nice to have you back, boys. It will help with the deadlines. I think Rob listens to us while he works. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you, Rob. Rob also says, watching Ted Lasso season two again. Ooh, I also finished Ted Lasso and it was fucking amazing. I loved it. Oh, I still need to watch that. He said, watching Prehistoric Planet, love death and robots. Great stuff. He says, Stranger Things season four, trying to decide whether it's retreading old ground again. I get that. I loved it. He says, I may not have been in the mood for it. And he says he 100% agrees about Kenobi. What a huge opportunity missed. And you know, Star Wars is my jam. I feel you, Rob. Dude, Robert McPhillips, thank you for writing in. Um, Thanks, Rob. I complained and have been complaining about Obi-Wan <laughs> yeah. Kenobi on our Instagram. It's fucking dog shit. So I'm not going to retread my news shit feed, here. By the way, on my news feed, I'll see articles pop up and it's like, Writers of of Obi-Wan Kenobi have never watched previous. <laughs> yes. So it's sort of like they're... It seems I don't like the think they've watched... That there's uh, no continuity. 
I don't think they've not only have they not watched Strange or Star Wars, I don't think they've watched basic human interaction or running <laughs> or how running works or chasing someone. Um, three times now we've had chase scenes where people run about, mm, I want to say about the speed of a toddler and somehow people don't catch them. So it's like actually quite comical. Um, is it really that bad? It's fucking horrid, Mark. It's, it's, oh, no. It is absolute dog shit horrid so did it um, make you angry because you want to finish it because it's you know well it just made me it just made me i'm now just hate watching the show <laughs> that's all I'm do just you talk to the, the screen show. as you want when you hate watch something oh yes dude i'm talking to the screen and fully yelling and i'm annoyed like <laughs> i'm always annoyed when i watch obi-wan and i was annoyed that i had to take time away from possibly watching the boys to wow. watch Obi-Wan, you know because i didn't want the funny Obi-Wan. part is that you really wanted to see it too and i was so excited, excited about obi-wan i really was i really was <laughs> oh man i am sorry that happened to you um and our buddy ben h ben uh-huh. h back again he just said i assure you i'm real <laughs> okay oh, that's awesome <laughs> all right so now we definitely know he's not real <laughs> right there's no way he's an ai there's no way he's real. It's asked by um, brother. I did want to. Oh, man, I wonder if I still have that saved. I, I, I may not. Um, when we did our Chippendale episode, we had asked people for like fucked up sort of, you know, X rated things, movie related. Uh, oh, and we had missed right. some because we recorded earlier on the earlier side. And some of our buddies and other shows wrote in after we recorded. And I shared some of them on our stories because we didn't. They didn't come in in time for us to make it to air. And I wanted to call out our buddies at the Save Room podcast because they fucking came through with that. Um, it was a hilarious bit. Uh, I, I'm going to fucking butcher it now, but I just want to say thank you guys. I thought that story was hilarious. Um, it had something to do with. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. One of the hosts of Save Room podcast uh, was having sex during the butterfly effect in the days of DVD. Oh, and that wow. those are the days that when like the movie would finish, it would go to the main menu and it would just keep spinning the main menu forever and ever. And now he said, I think Pavlovian, like a, like a Pavlovian response. If he sees the main menu for wow. <laughs> butterfly effect, he's instantly, you know, that means he still watched. DVDs. He's ready to fly Top Gun Maverick. You know what I'm saying? He's ready to hit the spot. <laughs> OK, so I just wanted to give a shout out to our buddy Save Room podcast. Thanks, guys. You guys are the best. Uh, Mark, I yes, think. Sir. We're coming to a close, dude. Damn. I should do the outro here. Um, Let's just nakedly first, just like Mark at his window, nakedly. Let's just nakedly ask people, hey, if you like what we do here, please consider leaving us a rating on Spotify, a rating on Apple Podcasts, a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're really down for the cause, if you're really down to clown, leave us a yub-nub. We'd love that. We'd love to yes, see Yubnub. You can leave us a Yubnub. Uh, or wherever you listen to your pods. All these people have all these places they pretend to listen to podcasts like Good Pods and fucking Overcast and all these other fucking hundreds of apps. Podcast Addict. None of this shit is real. Uh, that's my cat in the background. <laughs> He's the best. Um, so we want to thank you wherever you listen to us. Uh, whether it's this country, Portugal, any country. We want to thank you guys. But please do consider leaving us a rating and a review. Uh, wherever you are we really appreciate it uh and thanks also, for the 800 followers yes oh yeah we made 800 followers on our instagram 
like I said, we're very active there. So thank you for keeping up with us and having fun with us there. We um, we do a lot of fun shit there. So definitely stay tuned or follow us if you haven't already at the Matt and Mark Movie Show. You can also reach out to us on email, uh, Show at gmail.com. Mark, I think that's it. Yes, dude. sir. I think well, that's it. Damn. Right? I mean, damn. am I missing anything? Wait a minute. So. Wait, wait. Let me see. Hold on. What's my cat doing? What is he doing? Oh, he's fodder whacking. That's what he's doing. This oh, expression sorry. that just. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pure disgust. That pure was perfect. Disgust. That's the per- that's the perfect that's the best way for the to show. end this. Exactly. <laughs> a look of pure disgust. We host this podcast on Blueberry.com. We love them, and we know you will, too. If you're looking for a place to host your podcast that takes the hassle out of hosting and posting, they are quite simply the best. Unlike those other guys, they offer reliable tech support and make every step of the process super easy, no matter what your skill level is. With just a click, your podcast can be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, you name it. Sign up for Blueberry.com via the link in our show notes and get your first two months of Blueberry podcast hosting completely free. That's right. They upped the promo to two full months. That's how cool Blueberry is. Sign up today using the promo code GETRECT. That's G-E-T-R-E-C-D. GETRECT. It's the code in the show notes. (laughs) 